The second annual PetCon NYC will take place November 17th and 18th at the Javits Center. In case you're not familiar, PetCon is two days of insightful panels, fun activations, and can't-miss meet-and-greets with your favorite celebrity pets like Tuna Melts My Heart, Harlow and Sage, and Hamlet the Piggy. You'll discover new brands and can shop our highly curated selection of innovative favorite products. Hang out in the dog adoption garden and adoptable cat cafe, and maybe even bring home a furry best friend or two. Make sure to visit petcon.co, that's P-E-T-C-O-N C-O, and get your tickets today. You won't want to miss this. Now back to our podcast. Hi, I'm Lonnie Edwards, the founder of The Dog Agency and Pet Insider, and you're listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. This is a show about the latest and greatest across the pet world. Whether you're a pet parent or just a little pet crazy, Pet Insider has you covered. We get it. We're obsessed too. The first time I saw the pictures, I freaked out. That's the only way to put it. I was sitting at my desk and I screamed to my coworker to come join me immediately at my desk so I could show her this cat. My boyfriend and I were already in the market for adopting a cat and had been looking. But the moment I saw his pictures, I was like, that's my cat and I will stop at nothing to be selected to be his family. That was Lauren Paris, Humans the Dog Agency's newest client, Bruno Bartlett. Lauren will discuss what it's like to go crazy viral overnight, Bruno's hashtag extra personality, his diet plan, and more. Now let's get back to Lauren. You have had an Instagram account for a little over a week, 13 posts, and over 50,000 followers. Please explain. Absolutely. So the Instagram account is for my cat, Bruno Bartlett. We adopted him last week from Rightway Rescue. They put up their typical adoption post, which included pictures of Bruno and his biography. And the internet went crazy, myself included. So by the time we adopted him last week, we were getting so many messages on our personal accounts from people asking how they could continue to follow him. We had to create his Instagram immediately. And the rest is history, I suppose. And what was it about his photos and biography that took the internet by storm? That's a great question. The first time I saw his pictures, which I should clarify, Bruno likes to stand on his hind legs. So the pictures are him standing on his hind legs. He's also 25 pounds. So he has a bit of a belly when he does this that is beautifully exposed. The first time I saw the pictures, I freaked out. That's the only way to put it. I was sitting at my desk and I screamed to my coworker to come join me immediately at my desk so I could show her this cat. My boyfriend and I were already in the market for adopting a cat and had been looking. But the moment I saw his pictures, I was like, that's my cat. And I will stop at nothing to be selected to be his family. Was the description funny too, or is it just the photos? Yeah, honestly, whoever wrote it, I'm not sure, even though we got to know a lot of people at the shelter. I don't know who wrote that, but it's like beautiful journalism. (laughs) Um, It describes just all his oddities. It's uh, the whole post is about how Bruno is extra, which he really is. It says, you know, he has to be pet while he's eating. He has to have multiple water bowls in separate rooms in the house. He refuses to drink his water next to his food. It says, obviously, that he likes to stand on his back legs. It says that he won't play with any toys except a feather wand, which I have found that that's not even true. He won't play with anything. And I just thought it was hilarious. I think a lot of people might think that that's really high maintenance for a cat. They wouldn't be interested. 
But I was like, you know what? Bruno sounds really extra and I'm pretty extra too. So I thought it'd be a good match. So how did you see the post originally? Were you following the rescue organization? No, I can't say that I was because they are pretty far outside the city. So we weren't thinking we'd be rescuing from, you know, a place outside of Chicago. But his post, I believe it already started going viral. It had, by the time I saw it, it had been up for about a day and I had multiple friends who had shared it, which is how I saw it on my Facebook. And I knew because it already had so much traction, I was like, we have to do something special just so they see our application. And so talk to us about that special thing you did. (laughs) So like I said, I knew we had to be extra. Right after I saw the post, I called the shelter's adoption hotline. It took me 45 minutes to get through. They were so nice when they picked up and just said they were having so much fun. They'd never experienced a response like this to go ahead and fill out their official application online on the shelter's website. I knew that wasn't going to be enough. If It took me 45 minutes to get through an adoption hotline for a shelter. So I immediately... I mean, it's kind of sad, like the amount of ambition I felt so quickly. I was like, I don't know the last time I felt this much ambition about something. <laughs> but I just felt so driven. I was like, we got to get him and we have to stand out. So immediately I just decided with my boss, I was like, okay, I'm going to write a letter of intent. My boss, who's my company's vice president, is going to write me a letter of recommendation. And I knew I was going to go home that night and film interviews with me and my boyfriend and then a tour of our home. But I'd also shared the picture online and said, you know, does anyone know anyone at the shelter? I just feel this crazy drive to get this cat. I, so I'm a musical theater performer. I have a friend who uh, works for Second City in Chicago. And she immediately was like, I'm going to write a song and you're going to sing it. And she had sent me this hilarious song in about 45 minutes. She wrote it, sent me over the track. I got home that night. We recorded the videos. And then we recorded the video of me singing the song, which is called Give Me That Fat Cat. And it's just what was needed to catch their eye. (laughs) Can you sing a little (laughs) bit of it for us? (laughs) I can't. It kind of has to be done in this faux Britney Spears voice. Um, It's just the only (laughs) way I know how to do it. It goes like, it goes like, give me that fat cat. Uh, come on, I'm begging you. Give me that fat cat. I love a catch up like a blob. And it goes on and on. And in a few days, it'll be on iTunes. So <laughs> it's like the bop of the summer, we think. Yeah, I mean, it's been stuck in my head all week. So <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so you you put this incredible application packet together. You send it, and what happened next? It was pretty quick. So it was, what's today, Wednesday? Tomorrow, it will have been two weeks ago. So it's been almost two weeks since the process started when I saw the pictures. I called the adoption hotline. They told me just to fill out the application online and that they would be getting back to us the next week. They were like, we have to keep Bruno here over the weekend. He has to do some press for the shelter. We'll be picking finalists next week. I was like, okay, sure. So I send everything in Friday morning. And like I said, we just wanted to catch their eye. That was the biggest thing. I can't emphasizing like we're really serious about the application, but we needed to do something to catch your eye, hence the song. So about an hour later, they reached out and said, Lauren, we got everything. This is amazing. Thank you so much. I start sharing all these updates on my personal Facebook. So we have like hundreds of friends (laughs) who are all very involved in commenting and it starts taking on this life of its own. 
So then the shelter writes back and says, here's a picture of Bruno looking at your application. And it's like Bruno standing on his hind legs looking at a computer screen. Then obviously I share that. Then they put that picture on their Facebook and said, we've started receiving video applications. If you're interested, put post yours in the comments here. So then all of our friends and contacts have to go and like vouch for us because we're like, no, no, we're the OG video. Like, don't send any videos. <laughs> so then we have all hundreds of people on the right way Facebook. So then right way calls us and says, can we share your video with some local news, CBS, ABC, etc." We're like, sure, of course. <laughs> so we, I knew I was going to be framed as like the crazy cat lady, but whatever it took. So we did that. It came out on CBS. There's this big article written about me and Bruno. And then the shelter said, okay, would you like to come visit him tomorrow, which was Saturday? I said, absolutely. So we had to continue the extra fashion. And my boyfriend and I went out there and we had food and treats and litter and toys for Bruno and his friends. And we got there and it was amazing to meet him, but it, it's hard to see animals in the shelter. It was really hard to meet him and then leave him there. It's not really typical. Usually when you go to a shelter to adopt, you get to take the animal home after you've already been approved, which we had. So at that point we had to leave and then it was kind of a sad couple of days just because I didn't know what was going on and if they were seeing other people or I knew that they had hundreds of applicants from around the world um, as far as Australia. <laughs> so luckily they didn't make us wait as long as they had originally said. We really bonded with everyone at the shelter who I know like really vouched for us. And I got the call early Monday afternoon last week. Um, saying we'd been selected and the next night was a meet and greet for Bruno at the shelter and they said you know if you're still planning on coming to that which we were they'd invited us they said we'll finalize the adoption you can take him home so that was really exciting we got to go and meet all these great people at the shelter and he already had like a line of fans there which is pretty wild and then we took him home and like I said he just transitioned so seamlessly so quickly it was great as soon as he got home it was like he'd been living there his whole life and then the next morning is kind of when the insanity ensued with came out on buzzfeed and huffington post and people and lad bible and all these internet publications and his little instagram account that i created for these people who'd messaged me just exploded so it's so funny to look at him and be like, you have no idea that you are loved. Like, apparently he's really big in Brazil. So <laughs> it's fun to be at home with him and have everything be normal. And he's just so, so affectionate and fabulous. And then there's this other like secret side that Bruno doesn't even know about, which is like his thousands and thousands of fans around the world. So going back a little bit, where was Bruno found? What was his story before the shelter? So we know very little besides that he was taken to the shelter by his former family who just said that unfortunately he wasn't meshing with their kids. So he had been with them since he was a kitten and he's seven years old now. And that was in April. So he hung out at the shelter in a foster home for a few months before they put the post online. So we know very little and that's kind of fine with me. It makes me sad thinking that we missed out on like so many years of his life. So that's all we know. Had you had cats before? 
yeah, I, well, I grew up with like this amazing fat cat named Callie and I'm an only child. My mom's just like the biggest animal lover, especially cats. So it was just me, my mom and my dad. We had another cat too, but she was like outdoors a lot. Callie was really like my cat and she was like my sister because I was an only child. So she lived for 20 years. She lived like a freaking queen in my parents' house. So this is our first cat as an adult. My boyfriend, Jason, as well, had had a family cat growing up. So we both had this love for cats, but just had been waiting until, you know, it was like the right time in our lives and our relationship and all that jazz to bring home a forever friend. Is Bruno healthy being so fat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we like to say he's curvy. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. I just said I had a fat cat growing up. <laughs> and it's in the song. <laughs> it's body positive, but positive spelled, you know, P-A-W-S. <laughs> Any hoodles. He is a very healthy, actually. Luckily, he's not seven as an adult, but he's not like 15, you know. So we have we got him at the perfect time to be able to reverse his weight. There's nothing else wrong with him. He's not pre-diabetes. He doesn't have any other issues. So he's already on his little diet. It's going great. I think he used to get a lot of human food. So that's our best guess as to how he got the way he is. What is his diet? He is on a prescription weight loss. It's <laughs> kind of like it's what cats who do have diabetes are on. So we're just taking preventative measures to make sure that he's good. He has to have less than 250 calories a day. <laughs> okay, so what has this experience been like all of a sudden being crazy viral and super well-known in such a short period of time? Yeah, so I mean, I'm in the entertainment industry, but in such a small way. Like I do musical theater and that is what I love and that's it. So I think I thought I would like love the attention, you know? And I know there's definitely, like, of course, we already have like internet trolls and people are like, well, of course, an actor singer got the cat. It's been fun. The Instagram's fun because we get so many really, really nice messages. But I honestly am just happiest I've realized over the past week when we're keeping the focus on Bruno. Like I said, I'm in the industry. So I thought that the attention on me, I might have enjoyed it a lot more. But People are interested in Bruno and that's the way it should be. And I feel really good about that. So we're keeping the focus on him. And like I said, we just have been getting the nicest, nicest messages on his Instagram. Just the moral being that he's making people smile. He's making people's days better. And that's all I ever wanted to do. That's why I'm in theater is because it's just an opportunity for people to go to a show and kind of forget about their problems or escape for a little bit. And that gives me a lot of value. And it's really, really special to see that Bruno is doing that in such a major way. Like he's already reached so many people in a week and he's just kind of providing this really necessary escape for people right now. I think we can all use some good news every once in a while these days. And he's really doing that. The vibe and the brand that you're building around him with the account and how you came up with that. Can you talk on that a little? So when we started, it was just, you know, pictures of Bruno in our house. <laughs> because of that, you know, the, like I mentioned, the, the trolls have come out a little bit about his weight. But that is so few and far between. People seem very, very interested in Bruno in our home and our home. Uh 
we luckily we're fortunate. We have a really beautiful apartment. It has a great view of Chicago. Um, it's lovely. We love it. We've only been there for a few months. People have really latched on to our home and have a lot of questions about furniture and furnishings and the different rooms. And they want to see Bruno in all the different rooms. And that's fun for me on a personal level because I do really enjoy interior design and all that good stuff. But I certainly never would have thought to showcase that. But people seem very interested with like Bruno in different rooms or on different pieces of furniture or stuff like that. So I'm assuming, I think moving forward, you know, we're just in the very early stages of figuring it out of what people want to see and how we can continue to share Bruno's story with them. But it seems like they kind of want to know Bruno's lifestyle. So I think it'll be more of a lifestyle brand as opposed to, you know, we would have thought, oh, people want to follow his weight loss journey. But people don't really seem interested in that at all. So we'll see. How did you come up with his voice? I feel like from the moment I saw pictures of him and met him, I was like, oh, I get him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> He's just very like, take it or leave it. This is me. He's very confident and also very, very loving. Like he tries to act so cool, but he really just wants to be held and pet like 24 hours a day. Everyone refers to him as a unit. And honestly, I had to look that up. I did not know what that cool lingo is. But once I did look up unit, I was like, oh, yeah, that is Bruno. It's basically just like this big, cool dude, like um, (laughs) this large thing. And I was like, yeah, that's him for sure. Like a machine. (laughs) The photos. I mean, these photos are great. And he seems to like posing. Is that accurate? Or are you just like a really good photographer? No, no, no. Honestly, I have been trying to get better at portrait mode just because I feel like People, if they're going to look at pictures of him, like they should probably be good pictures. Um, So I've been working on that for the past couple of weeks. But he really likes the camera. It's honestly kind of funny and alarming. We're trying to ease him in into the house as easily, seamlessly as possible. So we've had a lot of people ask to come over or bring him places. And we're like, let's give it a few weeks. But we have had a few... We had a photographer come over on Sunday just to like take some family pictures of us. We had a film camera person come over a couple days ago. And it is funny watching Bruno. He's like giving them options and angles. He's very calm. It is so funny. He doesn't just sit there. He does all these different things and then just walks away. Like, okay, you clearly got what you wanted after half an hour. He was um, made for this life. What He likes it. It's he likes people is the thing. So that's really fun to see. We've had a few friends come over and he just loves people. He's always around us in the room. He'll, he's never in the other room when we or anyone else is over. He like likes to be the life of the party. What's next for you guys? It's a great question. It's basically been fielding all these different like inquiries we've had coming our way. Starting next week, we have radio and a few television appearances coming up. So I think from my understanding of this new world that that will probably continue for a few weeks. 
we're going to be on a local show that's uh, throughout the Midwest region called Windy City Live in a few weeks. We're going to be on Kelly Pickler's show, which is based out of Nashville, but it's produced by Faith Hill, which I thought was very cool. That plays in 48 markets nationwide, we were told. So that'll be on September 7th. And then we're on Windy City Live on September 11th. I've been doing some local radio and we're basically just continuing to get Bruno's story out there for a few months till everybody feels like they're satisfied with having picked it up, you know? <laughs> and then we'll go from there as to what our typical day-to-day will be like with Bruno and what people want to know and hear about him and what we're able to share. So he's on a diet. Does he have an exercise regime as well? (laughs) We're trying to figure it out because he just, like I said, he doesn't play with any toys. We can't get him to play with anything. So uh, along the same vein of us traveling with him, we are eventually, I think, going to experiment with leashing him and seeing if We don't obviously want him to be an outdoors cat, and he can't because we live on the 25th floor. But just seeing where that might take us, if at least, you know, there's a process our vet walked us through to getting him used to the leash. And first you get used to the harness and then dragging the leash around and then us giving, you know, him a little resistance on the leash. It takes several weeks for them to get used to it until you finally walk out your front door and try it out. So hopefully that'll get his, you know, activity points in. (laughs) We'll go from there because otherwise he just wants to chill. He's like the chillest cat ever. I'm excited for some videos of him on his leash strolling around Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Fingers crossed. (laughs) I feel like he'll do it. We have a balcony and he just, we just put up a picture on his Instagram. He likes to just stand on his hind legs and stare out at the balcony. So I'm like, you clearly have a curiosity as to what's out there. So I don't really feel comfortable him being on a balcony 25 stories up. But if we can get him outside on the leash, that's a different story. So we'll see. And so he is a polydactyl. Can you talk about that? It means he has one or two extra toes on each paw. So in the front, it looks like he has mittens on all the time. It's pretty cute. Or just another one of his extra things, you know? So if you were to describe him in a few words. Extra, chill, affectionate, cool, funny. That pretty much sums it up at his core. He's like the exact same color as your floor too. I know. It's kind of a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Like blends in. He's like a chameleon. He blends into the hardwood. He blends into the carpet. I'm like, oh, Bruno, I don't know what we're going to do. So he looks really good on our white couch, but the white couch isn't looking so good now, but we'll see. (laughs) What is your day-to-day like with him right now? Yeah, so we work Monday through Friday, um, which I think honestly pisses him off. He's like, where the heck are you going every morning? And when we get home, he just, he runs at, well, he doesn't really run. He waddles. (laughs) <laughs> um, he waddles very quickly out as, to the little doorway and just starts meowing like crazy. He's like, where have you been? But when we're home, he's like I said, he's just always by our side. If I'm cooking, he's right there next to the oven or the fridge or whatever on his hind legs because he thinks he's going to get food. He's not. If we're on the couch, he's laying next to us. He sleeps with us, which is kind of a problem. We have to get a new bed because our bed is too high up and too small for the three of us. It's like sleeping with a toddler. So we need a bigger bed immediately. We're just basically always together when we're home. And now we're trying to be home so much more and wanting to be home so much more so we can just be with them. 
He's so awesome. Jason and I kind of switch off, which is good. So one of us can be home with Bruno at night, but he's, uh, I would say a workaholic, but that has a negative connotation. He works a lot and he loves it. I'm doing double duty and I go to work during the day and then I'm in a show at night. So I kind of live a double life, but I love it. And so aside from getting a new bed, have you (laughs) made any other changes or planning other changes because of Bruno? We're trying to experiment with things that might engage him. Like my parents, Bruno's grandparents just sent this like huge scratching post tower thing that we're hoping, even though he was um, many years ago before we got him, he was declawed in the front, but they still like to have a scratching post. I've heard it's still like the pads on their little paws. It helps that or something. So we're hoping maybe that'll up his activity level. (laughs) Besides that, nothing really. He settled in pretty quickly, but it's very clear that we have to redo the entire bedroom immediately. (laughs) Wait, what else? Just the bed or other things? Oh, we just have to get a bed that's lower to the ground. We're going to get cat stairs for him because he is so big. The vet was like, it's kind of risky to have him be jumping up and down. Right now, he can't jump up. We have to pick him up, but he tries. So it's getting a new bed. So we're like, well, if we get a new bed, we have to get bedside tables and we have to get new lamps and we have to get the cat stairs and maybe we'll try putting him on a cat bed or something. I don't know. Because right now he sleeps wedged between us. Like, I haven't like touched my boyfriend in weeks. And I mean like just in like a very basic way, like there's no room for us to even like, (laughs) for me to, you know, (laughs) because Bruno is wedged in between us. So we'll see. It's clear that everything needs to be redone pretty quickly. (laughs) Is that normal for cats to sleep in the bed? My cats growing up did and my parents' cats now do. They tend to like to sleep on like right on your chest or your face. Um, and Bruno wants to be on me all the time. He's very mom focused right now, which I love because I always wanted another cuddly cat and I got it, but I'm actually going out of town today just for a couple days. And I think it'll be a good time for Jason to be home and bonding with him. So who knows, by the time I get back, I might just be fully kicked out of the bed. (laughs) We will see. Do you have like a little camera to watch him when you're not home? We don't yet. A lot of people have asked me that if we're planning on getting one. I feel like it's a slippery slope for me. If we get the camera and I can watch it on my phone, I'll just be watching him all the time. And then I'll just end up quitting my job and be a stay-at-home cat mom because I just want to be with him. So right now we're we're saying no unless a problem comes up that we're trying to figure out, like what he was doing. Well, Bruno has his own room. It was the guest room. Now it's Bruno's room. So that's where his toys that he doesn't play with and his new scratching post and litter box and everything go. So yeah, it'll just be adding things to Bruno's room and anything else that we think might, you know, get him moving. And then maybe someday a live stream from Bruno's room. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Time will tell. Do we know why he stands on his hind legs? We don't. I think I have an educated guess, which is that it's always for attention. So I think he came from a bigger family with more pets. And I think it was to catch their attention, make them laugh, and then maybe they would give him human food. Because he all, he does it a lot and more and more so every day. But he really always does it when I'm making food. So I think in a big family, I imagine him in like this big Italian family. I don't know if that's what it was. But that it was like his way to be like, hey, look over here. You know, and they would look over and be like, ha, 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 and throw him, I don't know, pizza crust. Probably not, but that's 
kind of what I envision. Okay, so he is 25 pounds now. What is his goal weight? His goal weight in the next year. So in a year from now, he should be under 15 pounds. With about a pound a month, a little less. He's already lost half a pound in the past couple of weeks, just being on his diet. So we're hopeful. Have you tried a, one of those exercise wheels? No, we should. And my mom said that too, um, who's like our local cat expert. We sh- I think we will. We will. Have you made other Instagram friends yet? I'm figuring that world out. We did make one who used to serve on the board at Right Way Rescue where we got Bruno. And that is Cooper the Frenchie's mom. She connected us with you. So at first I wasn't sure. I got the email. I was like, what is this? And then I did a little research and I was like, oh, this is very legitimate. She's doing us a fabulous favor because we need so much help. I was so overwhelmed. So we've stayed in contact and hopefully, you know, she said, maybe we can meet you guys at PetCon or whatnot. They used to live here, but they moved away. So she's been fabulous. And then, you know, he's getting a lot of requests, a lot on Instagram for girlfriends. (laughs) We get so many messages that are like, uh, this is our application to be Bruno's girlfriend. And I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm like, I think I'm his girlfriend right now. Um, So... We've certainly, people have definitely been reaching out. And there's also another cat that kind of looks like him, not in color, but in shape and like same weight loss journey named Bronson the cat, who just got adopted a few months ago. So we've been kind of cruising each other's pages. They seem very cool. Well, you'll have lots of internet friends after I think so, (laughs) yeah. That'll be better because then I'll have met them and be like, okay, we could be your internet friend. You You will love Esther. She is the sweetest human. She was actually one of my first internet friends many years ago. Oh, she really seems like her emails and messages have been really nice. Like she just clearly did us a solid connecting us with you guys because we were so we we had no idea what we were doing. So it was a real godsend that she reached out. Yeah, when she DM'd me your account, I think you had like two posts and like thirty thousand followers. I'm like, um, is this real? Like what what is happening? It was so the day, especially that like the BuzzFeed article came out, I was at work and was just in shock and was like refreshing his page. And it was like a thousand followers every five minutes. If that, (laughs) it was so big. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was just going up. And it was like, wow, this is what it's like for just a few hours (laughs) to experience like, you know, oh, it was wild to watch. What was that like in your head? Talk us through that. I was very overwhelmed. It was fun. It was exciting. And we had so many friends who had been so supportive. I mean, so many for us to get him. So once we did and then boom, everything came out the next day, we were just getting calls and texts and messages. And uh, it was it was really positive, but it was very overwhelming for me. We had no idea what we were doing. And obviously we still don't, we're still learning, but we had a lot of support then from friends and family and still do. And now it's nice to have some professional support as well because we need it. <laughs> well, we are here for you. We are so excited to be working with you. Thank you, us too. It's a true godsend, really. So if you want to meet Bruno, PetCon is the place to do that. Although by November, he'll be like a superstar. That was Lauren Paris. Human to the Dog Agency's newest client, Bruno Bartlett. To keep up with Bruno, follow him at the Bruno Bartlett on Instagram. We hope you enjoyed the episode. 
please leave us an awesome review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. If you have any pet-related topics you want us to cover, email us at podcast at petinsider.com. To listen to past episodes, visit petinsider.com slash podcast. I'm Lonnie Edwards, and thank you for listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. Talk soon.